0: Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, Episode 63, Three Significant Actions to Knock Out Imposter Syndrome. So yes, today, people, we are going to knock out imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome can stop us in our tracks. It can prevent us from moving forward and believing good things about ourselves. We all deserve more. So if it's getting in your way, it's preventing you from making a bigger difference in your business and even in education, then this episode is for you. Hope you stick around. Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, where bold teachers rise up and transform into successful teacherpreneurs who are destined for greatness. What exactly is a teacherpreneur, you might ask? Well, Webster's Dictionary defines the term as... Um, Okay, it's not yet a word in the dictionary, but hear you me, it will be one day. In a nutshell, a teacherpreneur is both a teacher and a business person, and we're here to help you be better at both. So without further ado, from One Tired Teacher and Trina DeBerry Teaching and Learning, here's your host, Trina DeBerry. today we are talking about imposter syndrome. Last week on episode 62, we were talking about some success, teacherpreneur success stories going through Digital Course Academy. And you um, hopefully joined the first module with Amy. and You took the sneak peek, which ends today. I believe today is the day. Yeah. So it ends today. So if you didn't get to do it, and you still want to take a sneak peek, then you're actually it ends tomorrow. It ends tomorrow. So if you still want to check it out really quickly, you're not going to be able to do it in one day, but you can at least get a feel of what it's like, then go to com forward slash sneak peek. So that is something to keep in mind. But today, I have even more exciting news. And that is Amy's mind blowing new free masterclass called how to create and launch a profitable digital course from scratch. The behind the scenes secrets to generate revenue year round. So I'm excited to let you know that that is open. And there are some different times that you can choose from that work for your schedule. I'm going to link to it in the show notes. And also, it, you can find it at forward slash DCA masterclass. DCA masterclass. That's all one word. DCA masterclass. All right. I'm excited about that. I hope that you will check that out, especially if you've missed some of these other opportunities to really like start thinking about digital courses. So today we're going to talk about imposter syndrome and how to knock that down because we've been talking about digital courses and I shared some secret success stories. And I, you know, talked about that. There was a success story that came up last week that really made me think about that being a reason why some people don't do, don't create digital courses. They are suffering from imposter syndrome, which imposter syndrome is which I'm going to talk about in a second. But let me just let me back up for a second before I tell you any more about it. So because I want to I want to repeat Andrea's story because I think that was so powerful. She had, you know, was thinking about doing digital courses. She was a preschool teacher in Mexico for nine years. And she got paid a very low amount of money. And she then started she went to like changed to being like she started doing life coaching on the side and she was having to do one on one sessions and she was like she felt like she was a slave to work which I know that a lot of us can relate to and she felt like she didn't have a personal life she was exhausted and she was overwhelmed there was no time and she dealt with the constant limiting belief that I wasn't good enough and that I wasn't going to make it hmm that's it right there my friends That's imposter syndrome. You don't think you're good enough. You don't think you're going to make it. You don't think that you have anything to offer or anything to teach others. And that is when you feel like an imposter, like you're like truly I'm an imposter telling you that you're not and that's the thing we've got to knock those down when she finally decided she was going to give all that up she went through DCA actually not even at first she didn't even go through DCA at first she she tried to launch her on her own which she did really well she generated $16,000 she launched again and generated $20,000 but then when she joined DCA in 2019 that's when her sales really took off she made And it's all thanks to Amy's pre launch strategy. And I think that is unbelievable. Like, (laughs) that's crazy. And now she is she feels completely free. And she can live off of the income that she makes on that one once a year course launch and she has loads of free time to spend with her son. And I love what she said. She said, in fact, this year after my launch, I stopped working for five months to cuddle with him and live in my pajamas. I went from constantly thinking I'm not good enough to my new mantra. I am a big deal. I love that. I am a big deal. So that's when I thought, hey, we got to talk about knocking down imposter syndrome because that has to be one of the things that stops people from really understanding who they are and what they can accomplish. So, I know that some of you are, you know, you are paralyzed by those limited beliefs and about yourself and you you don't know what you're capable of, because you kind of get in your own way. I totally am a person that gets in my own way. I think, what am I, who am I to offer this? What do I know about podcasting? What do I know about, you know, using technology in the classroom? Who am I to give information on that? and that can be really really limiting and it is it, that's exactly what it is it's a limiting belief about yourself so i want you to think about that for a second and i want you to think about something that that you think about yourself sometimes and you there's evidence to prove that it's not true like you've been successful or you've you know accomplished something in your classroom that was really outstanding or really good and i want you to think about that for a second i want you to think about what what limiting beliefs are holding you back and I would pause but we're on a podcast so you can pause me if you need to because today we're going to talk about how to identify what you what you currently believe about yourself the good the bad and the ugly and we're going to replace those bad and ugly things so that we can find with good things so that we can find out what is truly what you truly have to offer because you do my friend so let's get to it So the place to start is, like I said, looking at what we do know and what we can do. And it is what we wish administrators would do when they evaluated us. Like we wish they would actually look at the things that we are our strengths and the things that we do really well and that they would come in with that mentality of let me see all the good that you're doing. I really wish that. I wish we would evaluate anyone that way because we would really find some magical spots. So looking at what we know and focusing on our strengths helps us build on our strengths and realize our true potential. So I want you to to really start thinking about that. So let's start with what we can do with our first action step to what we can do. So on a piece of paper, I want you to write down at least three, three things that you do and you know really well. And I want you to think about the areas where you have been successful in your teaching career or in your life or in your TPT store, on your TPT store. Like what are the three things? Even And this is one way of thinking about it. What sells really well for you? What is a likely indicator that you know? This is a likely indicator that you know what you're doing. So think about the lessons that you have that have gotten you huge results. Think about the changes you have seen in your kids due to the way you have taught or approached something. And I really want you to think about three things. There's got to be at least three things. So think about that for a moment. Yeah. So again, you can pause me. So I'm going to give you I'm going to give you an example of that. So my goal every year was for kids to leave me with the love of reading. I wanted them to grow and improve. I thought that was very important. But most importantly, I really wanted them to love it. And I was really good at accomplishing this goal. I did this. I did this like every year, like I had kids come into my classroom that were like, I hate reading. I remember meeting a kindergartner when I was doing this Apple project based learning thing, like years ago with Full Sail. And I we did this this transform apathy into engagement project and my students like that was like how do we do that and so my second graders were my second grade remedial students because I was a remediation teacher then that one year um we went to a kindergarten class and we like interviewed students and we talked to them about their you know if they liked reading and I remember this little kindergartner being so like almost nasty about how much she hated reading and I was like oh man I know I'm gonna get that child in second grade and lo and behold I did but it was for the best because I was like I am determined to break you that makes it sound terrible but I was determined to make sure that she had a love of reading and I I, in the end, was successful. And I did it by, I chose the best books to read out loud for close reading. I ignored the reading series. I would often use the reading series as a non-example. I gave kids time to read. I allowed them a lot of choice in what they read. I also had thousands of books in my classroom. And that's just a little bit about how I went about creating a love of reading. But I I mean, I have a lot more that I could share, but I just wanted to show one little part. And talking about this, like telling you about like the things that I did in my classroom, even if it was just for a few seconds, talking about it is easy for me. I can even answer questions around this. I have a personal, I have had personal success on this topic that that can help you when you're trying to think of things that you know. You have had success or you're on on an idea or an idea has brought success to you or another teacher. And for me, I had nearly 100% accomplishment rate in this area every year for 17 years, So I think I'm pretty darn good at it. So think of something that you're pretty darn good at, because I know there is something. We all have something. We all have a sweet spot in teaching. So you're going to attach your first action is to think of those three things. All right. So now, now your next action is I want you to think of one of your superpowers. And I want you, I want you to really think about it. So Again, I'm going to try to guide you along in case you're like, I can't think of my superpower. I really hope you're thinking of at least at least one thing. So so think about what you've come up with. Are you a powerhouse at teaching writing? Do you build classroom rapport like nobody's business? Are you the go-to person for technology integration? You're going to take one of your ideas and you're going to like share it with somebody. Share it with a colleague. Share it with a friend. Share it with me. Direct message me, reply to me, like let me know what is your superpower. As I want you to really because I, when you share it out loud with others, then you start to realize, hey, yeah, I can talk about this, I can do it. So, I'm going to also post this in our virtual learning party for teacherpreneurs group because I want to ask like, what is your superpower? And I want you to write it down because sometimes when we see other people's superpowers, it helps us remember that we also have a superpower in that. Like I know when I, when I did a training similar to what we're talking about right now in the podcast, I had a teacher share, a teacherpreneur actually, she shared that she was really good at helping students who struggle. And that, Sparked an idea in me. So, if she, and I'm like, hey, I'm good at that too, with struggling readers. And I know a lot about teaching kids to read. And I was a struggling reader and I have dyslexia. So, that gives me an advantage. I have the empathy to work with these students. I was inspired by someone else's idea. So, sometimes we need to see other people's ideas to be like, oh, yeah, I'm insp- I can do that too. So, and I think that that's important. And sometimes we need to be reminded about what we do know. So hopefully you're seeing at least something in which you excel or you have a lot of knowledge on. (sighs) All right. So if you're driving in the car, I want you to give me an amen or something like woohoo while you're driving if you you are creating products around what you already know. Can you say, oh yeah, I mean, yes. So you see, you do know stuff you do have things that you can talk about to other teachers. I have so many people tell me that they don't have ideas or they don't know what they would talk about if they, if they went on a podcast. And I'm like, what? what you, you don't know what you would talk about? Like, or you don't know what you would do if you were like, creating a digital course. Like, what would the topic be? And, I tell, and like I tell my students in Podcasting Academy for Teacherpreneurs, I tell them to start with what they know. And you know a lot. So here's the deal, you do know things or you wouldn't be creating because let's be real, it's easier to create products behind our computer screens and feel okay about it. Actually, we can feel great about it. It's when we have to publish it or show up in person that we start to get a little freaked out and that's when we go, oh my goodness, what if I have to record myself for a digital course? How am I going to do it? you're letting your doubt you're letting doubt creep in you're letting a limited belief creep in you're this is known as imposter syndrome and yes my friend it is a real thing and many of us suffer from it in fact I do I I've had you know times where I'm like I don't know if I can talk about this I don't know if I'm good enough I I doubt my ability I don't know if people will want to listen to what I have to say And it, and and imposter syndrome is the belief that we aren't really who we are presenting ourselves as. And we start to think we don't know enough about our topic or our product is, or what our product is based on. I mean, I have been collaborating with some outstanding STEM teachers and STEM experts. And sometimes I'm like, do I know enough about this? Why have they want, why do they want to include me? Like, what do I have to offer? And I, I get in my own way and and, you know, sometimes people will cheer you on and be like, of course you do. We picked you for a reason and whatever, which I appreciate greatly. But sometimes it's like, come on, dude, come, let's go. Like, we don't have time for you to like have these self-doubts. You got to you gotta step up. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it's really important for you to like knock those down because it's, it's they, they are lies that we allow to creep in. Lies about ourselves that we're not good enough. We're not smart enough we don't have enough to say, and the list goes on. And that's sad. It's a really sad thing. And we, we have to be kinder to ourselves. It's imp- so important that we do. And we have to realize the things that we, the things that we can be, that we are good at, that we, we need to value ourselves. So we need to shed our limiting beliefs And let's talk about how to do that. So first, I want you to think about your list of three things. I want you to look carefully at that because that was action step number one. You were creating three things and then you actually shared that with somebody. So actually that was um, a second action. You're sharing one of those, those positive things about yourself. Have a conversation about it. This is one of the only ways that you can start to knock down imposter syndrome. It's not the only way, but one of the ways that you can knock, knock it down because you really want to get it out of the way. And another has to do <laughs> with music. Now, I know that sounds crazy, but this really helps. Like, It can really help you realize that you are the eye of the tiger or whatever song you need. So one of my favorites is... Fear is a Liar. It's by Zach Williams. And I am reminded in the lyrics that fear is what often holds me back. Fear and doubt. And I don't have to let it. And... I, I, when I was launching Podcast Academy for Teacherpreneurs, when I was launching my digital course, like I had to play some, I had played Eye of the Tiger at the master, before the masterclass. Like I had to remind myself that I can do it. I'm, I know what I'm talking about. I've done the research. I've done the work. Like it's okay. And like sometimes those songs, those music can really help pick you back up. So use that, use music all as well. Like use that as another action to knock it down. All right. So now that you have your limiting beliefs and you've got them, you've gotten them written down. You've shared them. You've shared them with with um, another person. It's time to like really digest if they're true. Like for example, one of my limiting beliefs is that I'm not smart enough, um, or I've been out of the classroom too long, or I'm not good enough. And I think that that is. Those are all things that are not true. And what I'm going to tell you now is the last action. And that is for you to replace your doubt and fears with a positive affirmation. Now, this may sound corny and like maybe very life coachy. And that's okay because I think it works. And I think it's good. And I really want you to try it. I just want you to try it for a few minutes. So if if I'm thinking I'm not smart enough, I need to wipe that out. And I need to say... I am smart. What I don't know, I can learn. I have acquired knowledge through reading, practicing, and observing. These are all truths, and I can use them to rewrite the lie of being not smart enough. Another one thing I can tell myself with actual evidence is that I got my master's degree. I had a 98% average. I was graduated as a salutatorian. I'm not, I, I am smart enough. So I, that's, a, that's a piece of evidence that I can use to knock out that lie. All right, my second limiting belief. I've been out of the classroom too long. All right, I can totally knock that down. And here I can say I have experienced new perspectives outside of the classroom. I stay relevant by participating in teacher groups. I talk to teachers. I listen to teachers. I read and I listen to teaching books and podcasts I will always be a teacher in some capacity. So I don't, ha- I can knock that down too. Like I can show evidence of the things that I have created that are still relevant just recently um, that, ha- uh, that have helped teachers just a-, just a week ago, two weeks ago. And so I have the evidence to prove that it doesn't matter if I've, uh, if I've been out of the classroom. I still have things to offer. And I had 17 years of actual teaching experience. That doesn't just go away. And then my last limiting belief, and I'm going to replace it with a positive affirmation or positive evidence that are contrary to the I'm not good enough. So, and this is the hardest one for me because I, this comes up a lot for me. Like this is one I have to battle constantly. My best is good enough. I am not perfect and that is okay. I have a lot to offer others. So replacing your negative self-talk or the lies you have believed about yourself with positive self-talk and truths that are real will help you finally see the special and unique person that you are. Please hear me, you are special, you do have worth and what you have to offer is necessary and important. You are already creating materials that are helping teachers in the classroom across the globe. You do know what you are talking about or you wouldn't be making products already. Now is your chance to say it out loud and teachers... Teachers need to hear it. They need to hear your voice. They need to hear from you. They are in trouble. They are struggling. They are having a hard time. You can help them. You can teach them. You can solve, help solve their problems. You can do it. So I want you to try these actions. I want you to write down three things and three limiting beliefs. I want you to share one of them and have a conversation with somebody that, you, that knows you. And then I want you to cross it right off and replace it with truth. Positive affirmations and truth. Even if you have to whip out some evidence, that's what I want you to do. All right, so hopefully you're starting to realize that you are are not an imposter, and you don't have to suffer from imposter syndrome. And that leads you to doing what's next in your business. And whatever that is, maybe it's growing your email list. Maybe it's it's investing back in your business. Like maybe you want to do list building society. And I'll link to that in the show notes. Maybe you want to join Amy's free masterclass, and you are ready to jump into some, you know, some digital course Making and Amy's got this, you know. Like I said, a free masterclass called "How to Create and Launch a Profitable Profitable Digital Course from Scratch." It really is a behind-the-scenes secret to like generating revenue all year long. So, if you want to do that, it's TrinaDeberryTeachingAndLearning dot com forward slash. DCA Masterclass. I almost forgot for a second. DCA Masterclass. All right. So hopefully you will check that out. (sighs) All right, people. We're getting just closer to one step forward. Until next time. And remember, teacherpreneurs, I am proud to stand among you. And if you're feeling it, I'd love for you to rate, review, and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. You can also catch me on Facebook at teacherpreneurs, raise your hand or on my website, Trina DeBerry, teaching and learning teacherpreneurs, raise your hand. I'll catch you next time. Bye for now.